This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro, Channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn, Radio Romania International 1, and in Europe via satellite Utilsat 16A on 11,512 MHz, vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east. We wish you good reception conditions. Welcome, I'm Mihaela Ignatescu with the news of the headlines. The bill on reforming public spending will be ready next week, Romanian Finance Minister Adrian Cucu has announced. The European Commissioner for Internal Market Thierry Breton is on a visit to Romania. And Romania's men's team has qualified for the Artistic Gymnastics World Championship in Belgium. The public spending reform bill should be ready next week, the Romanian Minister of Finance, Adrian Cucu, has announced. Until then, members of the government are presenting, in today's meeting, the solutions to reduce expenses in their areas of responsibility. Prime Minister Nicolae Ciucă asked them not to foresee salary or investment cuts. He also said that he wants to improve the collection of taxes, not to increase them. In total, the savings should amount to 20 billion lei by the end of the year. On the agenda of today's government meeting are also two emergency ordinances. One on humanitarian assistance that the Romanian state grants to refugees from Ukraine and another that simplifies and digitizes the management of European funds. The Romanian government will grant a first installment of the financial aid intended to compensate the losses caused by the conflict in Ukraine to cow breeders and the dairy market. More than 21 million euros will be granted starting May 15th, with a second tranche worth 22 million euros to be allocated to the sector in the second semester. Following the consultations on Tuesday evening between the government team led by Prime Minister Nicolae Ciucă and representatives of processors and large store chains, a reduction of the price of milk in the next six months was agreed upon. Also to support the consumption of milk produced in Romania, the government wants to expand the Warm Mill in Schools program starting next year. Thus, children will receive milk every day when they are at school, not just three times a week, as it is now. The European Commissioner for Internal Market, Thierry Breton, is visiting Romania today. After meeting with Prime Minister Nicolae Ciucă, the Brussels official stated that Romania will be able to play an even more important role in the defence industry in the context of the war in neighbouring Ukraine. Thierry Breton highlighted the fact that Bucharest increased the budget allocated to defence from 2 to 2.5 percent of the GDP, stressing it is an example to be followed. The discussions with Nicolae Ciucă also focused on cybersecurity, the European Commissioner appreciating that there must be competitiveness in the field. 
In fact, today he is visiting the future headquarters in Bucharest of the European Cybersecurity Competence Center, together with the Romanian Minister of Research, Innovation and Digitization, Sebastian Borduja, as well as two important defense equipment factories, together with the Minister of Economy, Florin Spătaru. To Romania, NATO remains the basic pillar of the national security policy, said the Chief of Staff Daniel Petrescu during a joint press conference with the President of the NATO Military Committee, Admiral Robert Bauer, who is on a visit to Romania until April 14th. Daniel Petrescu stated that the defensive capacity of the NATO shield in Romania has been increased and that currently there are over 30 defense endowment programs one of the priorities being the endowment of the naval forces. For his part, Robert Bauer said that Romania has proven that it understands the true value of collective defense since the first day it joined the alliance. He pointed out that Ukraine must be supported as much as necessary, adding that if Russia defeats Ukraine, it will not stop there. In Romania, the average net salary in February reached approximately 865 euros, by 3 euro more compared to the previous month, according to the data published today by the National Institute of Statistics. The highest values were recorded as before in the IT sector, approximately 2,000 euros, and the lowest in hotels and restaurants, approximately 475 euros. The increase in average net salary earnings compared to the previous month were determined by the granting of occasional bonuses, annual bonuses or special performance bonuses in February, rights in kind and cash benefits, amounts from net profit and other funds. In our sports, the Romanian men's team ranked 11th on Tuesday at the European Artistic Gymnastics Championships in Antalya, Turkey, thus qualifying for the World Championships in Antwerp, Belgium. The tricolors needed a ranking in the first 13 teams to succeed in qualifying for the World Cup, a competition that will decide the teams that will participate in the 2024 Olympics. Italy won the gold medals, the silver went to Turkey and Great Britain got the bronze. And that was the news from Bucharest, Radio Romania International. The Romanian authorities are taking measures against school violence and drug consumption in schools. This is Daniel Bills at the microphone with a report by Leila Kamil. The consumption of psychoactive substances in schools is on the rise among the Romanian teenagers with bad consequences both for them and their families. Anti-drug policemen have recently annihilated a major network of consumers and traffickers of banned substances. Most of these consumers were minors and communicating via the message network Telegram. Early this week, numerous search operations were carried out in Bucharest and other localities like Mures in central Romania, Brăila and Galați in the southeast and Dumbovița in the south. 
significant quantities of drugs and money have been seized on this occasion. Here is Katalin Tone, the head of the anti-drug service with a brigade of combating organized crime in Bucharest. This is an atypical case which shows us again the serious dimension of the phenomenon of drug abuse and trafficking in Romania. 11,000 people have been active on a chat group suggestively entitled Sweet Grass, where 30-40,000 daily messages have been reported. Talks here have mainly been about drugs, distribution, consumption, cocktails and blends. Also very serious is the fact that there were 15-20 minors in the aforementioned group, very young and not very responsible at their age. The Romanian society is in great need of initiatives for the education and information of the young people, the anti-drug expert says. Catalin Zone also believes Romania needs more clinics for the treatment of drug addiction. Another dangerous phenomenon which is gaining momentum in schools across Romania is violence and its negative impact on all those involved in the educational process. The Ministry of Education estimates that within two weeks it will come up with a procedure for the management of violent cases in schools which will enable teachers and any other employees in the country's education system to promptly and properly deal with school violence. Education Minister Ligia Deca said that together with the Ministries of Justice and the Interior, they are identifying the necessary law amendments, including in the areas of fines and obligations for parents. In turn, the trade union representatives in education have announced their intention to table a legislative initiative in Parliament aimed at discouraging violence acts in schools. The decision was made after a series of events in several Romanian schools which involved the physical aggression and humiliation of some teachers. An initiative aimed at discouraging school violence was voted by the Chamber of Deputies in 2018 but failed to get the Senate approval. You have been listening to Radio Newsreel on Radio Romania International. Next in this program, sports. Hello, this is Daniel Bills at the microphone. Continental sporting events are to begin every year this month, and the European Gymnastics Championships have already started in Antalya, Turkey. On Tuesday, Romania's men team ranked 11th in the nation's ranking and thus qualified for the World Championships due in Anvers, Belgium, this autumn. Our gymnasts needed a place among the first 13 teams to qualify for the world event, which is also to decide the sides to participate in the 2024 Olympics. Gabriel Burtanete has qualified for the finals of the all-round event 
on the 17th position. He'll also attend vault finals, where he qualified with the fourth result in the competition. The other Romanian who obtained the qualification for a finals is Andrei Muntan, who obtained a sixth result in the bars event. The European weightlifting championships are to begin in Yerevan, Armenia on Saturday. Out of the Romanian delegation, the multiple world and continental champion, Loredana Toma, stands most chances to win a medal in Yerevan. She will be competing in the 71kg category, where she won the gold medal in the total and jerk events of the World Championships in Bogota last year. Moreover, in the snatch event, the Romanian lifted 119kg, which proved to be the category's world record at that time. On Friday, April the 14th, after their arrival in Armenia, Loredana Toma is expected to be awarded by the Continental Forum for being Europe's best weightlifter in 2022. Zagreb in Croatia next week will be hosting the European Wrestling Championships. At the latest edition in Budapest, Hungary, Romania obtained four medals, including gold in the 55kg category by Andrea Anna, in the men's contest, Nico Ojok became a silver medalist in the Greek-Roman style of the 87kg category. Two other women from Romania, Alina Vuk and Krista Inte, stepped onto the podium's third steps of the aforementioned competition. In the end, we remind you that you can revisit this report on the internet at rri.ro as well as on Radio Romania International's Facebook profile. And now let's listen to the hit of the day, a piece called Wings from Joe, who describes it as a musical journey of love, disappointment and self-rediscovery. <laughs>
You are listening to Radio Romania International. Society Today Welcome to Society Today. I'm Ana Maria Popescu. For five years now, the current education minister, Ligia Deca, was the official coordinator of the Educated Romania project initiated by President Klaus Johannes and reviewed throughout his two terms in office. Implemented these days in the form of the new education laws, the project is aimed at providing solutions to the serious problems in Romania's education system. Suffice it to say that ever since the 1989 anti-communist revolution, legislation in the sector has been habitually amended by the successive education ministers from various political parties, but nothing managed to address the issues that teachers, students and parents warrant would severely affect the educational process. After an initial consultation stage in 2016-2017, The Educated Romania project was posted for public review in 2018. As a presidential advisor on education, Ligia Deca directly coordinated the project, took part in debates and in drafting the final report, issued in the summer of 2021. More than 60 structures in education and close to 13,000 people worked to put it together. Last autumn, President Klaus Johannes appointed Ligia Deca as Education Minister, arguing that Educated Romania is a badly needed national project, which must translate as soon as possible into legislation. The Undergraduate Education Bill aims at reducing school dropout rates, among other things, while the Higher Education Bill is designed to support European cooperation for Romanian universities teaching staff professionalism, improved access to early education, curbing functional illiteracy, adjusting curricula to the labor market, updating test and assessment methods, as well as increasing assistance for underprivileged children, are also important goals being pursued. But for most children and parents, the question is what happens with the high school admission and graduation exam? the National Evaluation and the Baccalaureate, respectively. The Baccalaureate will include an additional exam testing students' basic skills, and another change is a Baccalaureate exam for technological colleges. Lydia Deca herself recently spoke about the high school admission exam on Radio Romania. În esență, este vorba despre evaluare națională, așa cum o știm acum, la limba română și la matematică, plus o limbă Essentially, maternă. it is the national evaluation as we know it, with Romanian language and literature and maths exam, plus a mother tongue exam where applicable, followed by a possible high school admission exam only for those profiles where there is competition and only for 60% of the seats available. The other 40% of the places will be earmarked by a computer system taking into account the national evaluation results. Students and parents should know that these changes will not be implemented as soon as the law takes effect in one or two years' time. 
we want predictability. So the kids going into fifth grade in the first year after the law takes effect will sit for the national evaluation and high school admission in the new format. Specifically, high school admission exams will be implemented as of 2027 at the soonest, and the baccalaureate either starting in 2028 or in 2029, depending on how soon we finalize the curriculum reform. The new education bills are designed to shift the focus of the education system on students and to nurture the potential of each kid. How will this be achieved? Minister Ligia Deca explains. Vorbim despre o schimbare de paradigmă, nu este vorba de curriculum la decizia școlii, ci va fi vorba despre curriculum la We are talking about a paradigm shift. It's not about the curriculum being chosen by a particular school, but about the curriculum being chosen by each particular student from what the school has to offer. We want this optional component to be enhanced and better adjusted to children's potential. At the same time, each student will have a portfolio which will reflect their educational progress, allowing us to step in much sooner than we do now in case of problems. For each education level, there are provisions in the law that improve the connections between school counselors, form masters, parents and other teaching staff, so as to have a customized plan for each student. Also, the National Programme on Reducing Functional Illiteracy will include standardized annual tests, which will enable us to see where we should focus, where we can move up to more complex subjects for high-performance kids, and so on. So, these laws will be better focused on students' needs. As for the teaching staff, what will change in terms of their salaries and professional assessment? Minister Ligia Deca. The Education Ministry and the main trade union federations have been working these past months on what the salary system should look like in the new salary law. We have submitted these documents to the Labour Ministry as early as in February to help them draft the section on the public education system in the salary law. There have been talks with the trade unions and between the unions and the parties in the ruling coalition. As for assessing the work of teaching staff, we have agreed to explore together ways to adjust the instruments we already have, such as the performance bonus, as well as ways to implement new instruments, such as allowing 2% of the salary funds at the discretion of headmasters to be given as incentives for the teachers who get more involved in school projects. Education Minister Ligia Deca wrapped up Society Today. Focus on Romania. Next in today's broadcast, it's Hit of the Day. Listen to Scent of a Woman, brought to you by Arando Marquez and Tavi Colon. Parfum de femeie. Nu se văd doar tu știi să le ștergi 
Fiindcă timpul trece și doar tu rămâi Ca o pictură ce prin magie Parcă-mi zâmbește doar mie Știi că timpul trece de Coming up next on Radio Romania International, Visit Romania. Welcome to Visit Romania with Mila Cremiora Simion. Today I'll take you to Colibiza Resort in Bistrizana Saud County. Located in the north of Romania, Bistrizana Saud County is known as a land of legends and beautiful landscapes. At an altitude of 900 meters, visitors can stop at the Colibiza Resort the gateway to the Kaliman Mountains. The stories of those who were treated for tuberculosis in the area, thanks to the healing properties of the air there, were confirmed by a study commissioned by the Bistrizanasod County Council, which wanted to see if the air from Kolibiza is really special. Erzvan Cerceja, the director of tourism in Bistrizanasod Intercommunity Development Association, says that the therapeutic factor should be the most important element in promoting the area. More than 100 years ago, doctors recommended a stay of at least three weeks for pulmonary recoveries. The air quality in the area, following recent studies, has not changed. I think that we should mention in most offers the therapeutic quality of the air in the Kolibica area, The rest are small additions for a pleasant stay. I want us to have a functional tourism industry, and that means doing tourism with fewer people, but with much more complex and quality services, and at the same time, more expensive. According to the information I have, the occupancy rate is quite high here. 
Tourists are looking for complex services. They are waiting for full offers for the Easter holiday. The prices are not at all higher than in other tourist destinations in Transylvania. I could say they are even smaller. Our prices are at least 20% lower than elsewhere, said Razvan Cerceza. For three nights of accommodation on full board, the price of a stay is between 400 euros and 1,000 euros, depending on the conditions offered. At guest houses, prices are lower, and most accommodation structures can recommend tour guides to explore the area. One of them is Ionica Pavel. Colaborez cu majoritatea pensiunilor în Colibița hotelurilor, că sunt și ghid montan, printre altele, și mă sună pe mine și îmi spune, Bună ziua, domnule. I collaborate with most of the guest houses and hotels in Colibița. I am also a licensed mountain guide. I am asked, for example, what one could do for three days in Colibița. Well, visitors can go to the Bistichor peak in the Coliman mountains at an altitude of 1,990 meters. It's a route fairly easy to cover and you don't need any special equipment. I accompany the tourists who come with their small children and show them around Kolibica. The activities on the mountain include rafting, kayaking and exploring in paddle boards. During the Easter holidays we have ATV rides, mountain hikes, horseback riding, carriage rides, paintball and airsoft. There is an adventure park which will hopefully open by Easter time. We have areas for both small children and adults. We also have a small zip line 90 meters long for adults. When we get to the top of the mountain, we enjoy grilled bacon with onions and a glass of traditional brandy from our area, said Yoniko Pavel. Hoping that we have convinced you to come and visit Kolibica, we are waiting for you next time with a new destination in Romania. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Coming up next in the program, here is Truly Romanian, I'm Eugen Nasta. We have prepared for today a special choice of songs from the repertoire of one of Transylvania's most accomplished traditional music vocalists, Leontina Dorca, who is celebrating her 70th birthday anniversary. Leontina Dorca is also one of Transylvania's most competent traditional dance choreographers, having set up quite a few traditional dance ensembles. To begin with, Here's a traditional song praising the beauty of the forest in Transylvania. Performing is Leontina Dorca. Pare, na 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 na
Graduate of the choreography faculty in Bayamare, Leontina Dorca set up the first traditional children's ensemble in Satomare's Pupils Club. Next up in the program, here's yet another song from Leontina Dorca's repertoire. Coming up next in the program, here is another beautiful song performed by Leontina Dorca, a song praising the liveliness of traditional dance from her native region. 
Leontina Dorca's musical record includes quite a few traditional live concerts she gave at home, but also abroad for the Romanian diaspora. You're next invited to listen to yet another fine song from Leontina Dorca's repertoire. Leontina Dorca took the beauty of the traditional music from Satomare in the north abroad to the United States, Germany, Canada, France, Turkey, Slovakia, Serbia, Israel and Poland. We end truly Romanian with a beautiful song performed by Leontina Dorca.
focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk. Welcome to Simply Folk. I'm Eugen Nasta. One of Romania's most accomplished and most original accordionists, the late Vasile Pandelescu, had a repertoire made of specific traditional dance tunes from Wallachia, the Muschel and Dumbovita areas, as well as from southern Oltenia. The late Vasile Pandalescu was quite familiar with elegiac songs, with ballads, with love songs, these subgenres making his repertoire all the more successful. Quite a few of the tunes were taken over from the older fiddlers in the aforementioned regions. From the repertoire of the late Vasile Pandalescu, we have chosen a Rustem, a traditional dance tune widely spread in southern Oltenia, but also in Wallachia's neighboring areas. On this recording, Vasile Pandelescu is accompanied by Radio Romania's traditional music orchestra, conducted by Paraskiv Opera. Living Romania. Coming up next, happening in Romania. Hello and welcome to Happening in Romania. I am your host today, Kalin Kotsoyu. The summer vacation is not that far off, and for most Romanians, this means at least a couple of days at the seaside. For most Romanians who grew up during communism, when tourism was quite affordable, sometimes paid with state vouchers given out in the workplace, the seaside is a ubiquitous childhood memory. With the emergence of the market economy in Romania, things have changed radically, though. 
Romanian tourism plunged into disarray after 1989 and only slowly recovered. But it is far from being as organized, as attractive, and ultimately as profitable as in some neighboring countries. The recent economic downturns only compounded the problem. The problem is mainly the less-than-competitive prices for sometimes substandard services, at least as compared to neighboring countries. As such, many Romanians looked to those neighboring countries, which beg comparison with local services and prices, and decided to take their business next door. The main destinations, predictably, are Bulgaria, Greece, and Turkey. Of these, for this edition of our feature, I pick Bulgaria as the topic of interest, since it is the most readily available to Romanians in terms of ease of access. One only has to cross the Danube over the bridge between Giurgiu and Ruse, or simply cross the southern border further east, after the Danube turns to the north, using regular ID, since both countries are in the European Union. Simply talking to regular Romanians about their vacation south of the border, one readily finds out that they find the price-quality ratio much more attractive than what they experienced in local resorts. For that purpose, let's take a look back to the situation precisely 10 years ago at a few palpable aspects of this situation back then, as the world was just coming out, at the, out of the worst economic downturn of the 21st century, the Great Recession of 2008. According to the then head of the Romanian Federation of Employers in Tourism and Services, Dan Matei Agaton, who was a former Minister of Tourism. Romanian tourism faced a real threat. According to him, that year, as compared to the previous, only 10,000 more Romanian tourists picked the Romanian seaside for their vacation, which is a very low figure if we looked at the 100,000 Bulgarians opting for their own. For the May 1st mini-vacation alone, their seaside expected 30,000 local tourists. At the time, the former minister said, quote, If to this figure we add the tens of thousands of Romanians who chose to spend this mini-vacation in Bulgaria, we reach the conclusion that Romanian tourism fights an uphill battle against Bulgarian tourism, and the explanation for this is the high level of taxation in Romanian tourism. End of quote. Romania had a VAT, or sales tax, of 24%, with 16% profit and dividend tax. Let's look at what that means in terms of actual money. For every 100 euro cashed in, a Romanian tourism business paid to the States 46.37 euro, while in Bulgaria the same business would have paid 35.20 euro. They paid 20% VAT, 
and 10% profit and dividend tax, effectively getting 11,170 euro more in profit than their Romanian counterpart for every thousand euro. This translated into big differences in the quality of personnel, of food, of marketing, and may explain the existence of all-inclusive services, as well as that of large hotel chains setting up shop, attracting foreign customers in droves. In fact, there are so many tourists from Romania defecting to neighboring beaches to this day that the Romanian Ministry of the Interior formed a detachment of Romanian police to patrol in the popular Bulgarian resorts of Albania and Golden Sands. They formed joint units with their Bulgarian colleagues, helping them deal with situations involving Romanian tourists who have trouble communicating in foreign languages. According to a news TV channel, this is good news for both tourists and the local police, who are delighted to have the communication bridge gapped by professionals. Most of the police selected to be part of these units speak fluent Bulgarian, making things so much easier for everyone involved. It is not just the summer that brings Romanians in droves to the Bulgarian seaside. Any string of free days with good weather are an opportunity. The best example is Easter, which is almost upon us this year. But the, that year, Easter was special, since by government decision, Romanians took off from work as a state holiday no less than four days, which, including the weekend, effectively turned this into a six-day vacation. This caused another influx of Romanians in Bulgarian resorts, and that was good news for Bulgarian tourism. If I gave you the impression that Bulgarian tourism was in some kind of golden age, this impression would be wrong. Bulgarian tourism itself is not faring that well either. That is because large numbers of Bulgarians chose to go to their neighbors to the south, Macedonia and Greece, to spend some quality time. The world economic crisis has not spared anyone, now or then, and that is painfully felt south of the Danube too. To start with, Bulgaria saw no less than 20%, one-fifth of its hotels, closed down during the recession. The ones that were left were unfilled to even half capacity. One very important reason is the loss of their traditionally most lucrative clients from the UK and from Germany, who had not been spared by the crisis either. However, one piece of good news for them is that Romanians don't give any signs of growing shy of their hotels, resorts, and all-inclusive services at competitive prices to this day. Let us hope it is not long before Romanian tourism is able to emulate the example of their neighbors and becomes able to hold on to local businesses and start keeping things in the family. 
this has been happening in Romania. And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next program for Western Europe at 17 UTC on 13,750 kHz in the DRM system and on 15,180 kHz in analog system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programs, tomorrow, at 11 UTC on 15,320 and 17,670 kHz. We can also be heard on the internet, at www.rri.ro, channel 1. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at rri.ro. Goodbye. Mm-hmm.